What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Good morning, afternoon, and or good night, Cowboys Nation. I don't know why you'd be listening to this before you go to sleep, but maybe our voices help you have a great dream. On today's episode on the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast, we break down, or actually we compare Micah Parsons to every uh, important, elite, and great a defensive edge or defensive end edge rusher in the NFL as well as the Dallas Cowboys history and currently playing in the NFL. Did I say NFL enough? I did just three times. And if that was enough for you, then check off the answer yes. But otherwise, we appreciate y'all coming to listen to us. This podcast is brought to you by Fanside, the official home of the LandryHat.com. Uh, you can also slide into our DMs at Cowboys Can Fan on all the social medias, you know, like Canadian Fan. And, and go ahead, and if you're an audio listener, you need to come join us. Every Wednesday and Sunday, we do a live show on the old YouTube. So uh, search, Google search, Cowboys Can Fan, or just come to YouTube and type in Cowboys Can Fan. I believe it's youtube.com slash the at symbol, Cowboys Can Fan. Um, I don't know, really know how to get there, but if you, if you search for us, we will damn well show up. I promise you that. Uh, and also, I think that's it. Oh, and, and obviously, if you are into more than just the Dallas Cowboys, you like all types of sports, you need to check out. I'm going to get through this. You need to check out the Grid Network. That's G-R-Y-D and then the word network. Um, okay, I think that's everything. Enough of me. Let's get into the podcast. <laughs> Bringing that Wednesday night main event back. We're bringing that sexy back, baby, like Justin Timberlake said. Bringing that sexy back. We're on that Vape 10 Life, son. we on that Vape 10 Life, son. We got a... Oh, crack him if you got him. We got to crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. Get it in you, kids. Get him in you, kids. In these skinny cans. And your OOO. But you're oh, 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 baby. you're looking hot on the show. <laughs> you're oh oh oh, but you're first in our hearts. Well, that was like a tough. <laughs> that was like a tough call. You you were letting it ride for a little bit there, and then it was just an immediate drop. Drop it like it's hot. Well, we, uh, you oh, know. We're, are we just bringing back all of, like the earlier? Oh, was yeah. that two thousand music references? We got sexy back. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> yep. Are we gonna Superman that? Oh, I think <laughs> is that is that is that too. Two later on in the thousands, the Superman. Yeah, I think probably. It was definitely. I probably, I, I bail. I, I probably fucked up by going too late into the two thousands. I would have taken like a Nelly, like hot and. Oh yeah, it's hot yeah. in here. All I think about is you. All right, welcome to the Cowboys Can Fan <laughs> Podcast, where we're actually trying to launch in a two thousands yeah. pop chart. Podcast. Well, check, out, check out our Spotify playlist. <laughs> Welcome to Way Back Wednesday, where we just analyze every R and B hit of the thousands. Not we the, actually just we actually just started the podcast to drive people to our Spotify playlist yeah. that yeah, we yeah, created. Yeah. 
Hey guy, and every, <laughs> which it's not working very well. Yeah, but. And we and we add in our own like inter intermissions or intervals where it's like okay, and this this track is where Alex thought he lost his masturbatory yeah. virginity. <laughs> just but it just cuts it low. Yeah, comes in and then it brings it brings it back up. Do yeah, a DJ list. No. Okay. Well, there would be a lot of sad, sad music for Cowboys playoff losses. I'll tell you that much, boys, because the 2000s have not been a very favorable situation for the Cowboys. Actually, speaking of some Cowboys news, I saw this on a bunch of meme pages. I think it was last week some point. It was 10,000 days since the Cowboys had won the Super Bowl. Yeah. 10,000 days. I think that we did bring that up like two or so weeks ago, so it's even more now. It's like 10,000, 10,020 days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, when they say, in order to be an expert at something, you need to spend 10,000 hours crafting it to be a master of that skill. Does that mean uh, 10,000 days in football allows us to be a master at fucking losing or something? Oh, uh, It'd I probably mean, even be more. It'd probably be even more. Well, uh, yeah. hey, I don't like it. You're not doing it right if, if that's the case. Hey, hey, 10,000 10, hey, hey, days. Hey, yo. Hey, Nate Dog. 10,000 days is a long-ass time. A lot of shit has happened since the Cowboys have won their last Super Bowl. Speaking of Cowboys losing Super Bowls, what I can't st- – there's this one fucking guy. I don't follow him on IG, but sometimes his uh, his videos surface. But he's he's clearly uh, a Nate – and this is thinking about Nate Dog. He's a Nate Dog 49ers fan. Not Nate Dog fan. He's just a 49ers fan like Nate Dog. Yep, yeah, okay. Um, and he posts like – you know, like can fan, like Canadian fan. <laughs> yeah, no, but he'll post like videos, like you'll see uh, two people dropping, like dropping onto like a pole, and they're like Cowboys fans, and it shows them like dropping onto a pole, like stupid stuff. And this one, it was like this angry it sounds emo. Funny, though. Yeah, <laughs> it was this angry emo rap song, and the guy's like, "It's been thirty years of torment. It's been thirty years of this." And he's like rapping about his own life, but the guy's like, "This is every Cowboys fan," and it's like I feel like every other fan out there loves to. Tell us that we've been crying for 30 years for not winning well, since our last Super Bowl. And yet no Cowboys fans ever complains about that. It's everybody else that has to remind us about that. Well, hey. the, the funny thing, I understand. I understand that we haven't won a Super Bowl in, in 10,000 days or 30 years, but neither is San Francisco. That's the odd, that's the odd thing. Yeah, they've made, they've made it to the Super Bowl. Yes, they've made NFC Championship games, but... They still haven't won a Super Bowl. Their last Super Bowl was it was even longer than the Cowboys yeah. and it, the, the the year between the Cowboys three peats. So it's I, I just always find it funny when San Fran fans use the haven't won a Super Bowl. Well, we've been to one. We've been to NFC Championship games, but does that count? Yeah, yeah. I and mean, if it he's does, still, he's still lost. If it does, then the Buffalo Bills are the best team in the NFL ever because they went to four straight Super Bowl appearances. We yeah. ain't playing to be there. We're playing to win it, son. Yeah, dog. We play to win the game. Yeah, no one, no, no one's, no one's gonna remember that the Eagles didn't win the Super. I mean, we'll remember that the Eagles didn't win the Super Bowl. You know, you yeah, that felt it. good. Yeah, I like. You know what? I kind of liked having the Eagles there. Like, if sure we weren't there, but it was like I had skin in the game. I yeah. wanted them to lose so bad. Yeah, like when it when it's just two random teams and you're just kind of drinking. But I had I had some skin in that game. I wanted the Eagles to lose so bad. Okay, if it was an e, I mean, if it was Eagles versus 49ers, which well, well NFC Championship game, right? I know. It, would you? That, that'd wa- be the only way. Would you, would you watch that game? Well, I did watch it. I watched the NFC Championship game, the the Eagles versus San Fran. Oh right. I did. I had no choice. <laughs> I had. You're I right. had no choice though. I had what no choice. Like, See, I don't I, even remember that. I didn't care who won that game. I just wanted whoever won that game to lose the Super Bowl. That yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah. And that's not spiteful. 
that's not spiteful. It's just how that's how you're supposed to be as a fan. I mean, you're not. I'm not going to cheer for the Eagles. I'm not going to cheer for San Fran if they're in the Super Bowl. No, and and fans fans are the worst thing about sports, and also the best thing about sports. Yeah, all of the can fans are the best oh, thing about the sports. Can fan of So I have a little bloggy blog up here by blogging the boy. Shout out, shout out, oh. uh, Matthew Holleran, and um. I haven't at this post. I haven't read it yet, but the dude knows how to write a clickbait title. Cowboys DT Mozzie Smith named as one of six rookies projected to make an immediate impact. What do you guys think about that? I, I honestly, I did see this. I was kind of looking through some of the headlines today. Yep. And I mean, we're expecting it. I And he's he's primed to be that type of player. But do you honestly, I mean, there's, you got to think. I'm, before getting into the article, off the top of our heads, we did a lot of we did a lot of pre-draft stuff, right? I, I could see like Bijan Robinson being one of those guys. I could see possibly a few wide of the wide receivers, but I completely believe Mozzie Smith could step in and be that dude right off the bat. He he has all the potential in the world with the guys he stacked up on the line with. Um, you look at Micah Parsons on the whatever right side, right? And then uh, D-Law, Coach Law on the left. And then whoever else is beside him in the middle. All, all three of those dudes that they could be potentially rotating in there. Uh, and Mozzie Smith, part of that rotation, dude. They, they're all very competent and, and provide uh, not a weakness, right? So if Mozzie, like the, the ideal thing, of course, is Mozzie Smith comes out and leads that pack. Um, but even if he's somewhere in the middle, I don't think that's. I think that's um, a little bit of a disappointment, but it would it would still help. We definitely the point of him being on the team is to stop runners from co- coming up the middle. So get that big yeah. ass body in there, that big muscle muscly body, and just throw people around, clog that middle, be like a Taco Bell shit, just clog that toilet, man. Get in there and just stuff it up. That's right. Just don't let don't let anyone through. Don't let anything through. So, and I I think Mozzie's definitely set up to be that guy. Does it tell the other six guys in this, or does it just kind well, of go over Mozzie? Uh, Two time Can Fan Award winner Bobby Eric saying that McCarthy is super impressed with Alacron playing DT. I like wow. that. I'd love. I I mean, look, it's a it's a stacked position. So I mean, a little bit of an uphill battle. Um, but if it turns out that. Uh, Alacron, is it Isaac Alacron? I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah, Isaac. If he if he ends up on the D, and and I mean it would be a dream come true for that guy. He's been grinding in the NFL for a long time now. I do like because the, they get to keep that position, right? Because he's the international, international spot, so yeah. it doesn't hurt them to keep trying to. The, he's been on the team since what was it the the year that I think we started the the podcast? I think three. I the, think this is his third or fourth year now. Definitely third year. Two. It's definitely two, been two years. So. Well, because he was at he was on Hard Knocks, right? So yep. that was 2021, 2022, and this is 2023. Obviously, he switched positions from tackle to defensive tackle, offensive tackle to defensive tackle, but we're rooting for him. Yeah, we, yes, we are, sir. Uh, you, I thought you were going to get Ants to read out. Like, well, I'm just, I can't read anything. Again, but that's I can't, I can't yeah, read anything. I knew, I knew that, and that's why I was trying to 
to to do it. Um, I was just look. Sorry, I was just looking to see if there was uh, more people. More. It, 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 I don't know if it says the names of the guys. I'm gonna try to see. Well, I, I want. I want to know what those six rookies yeah. are. Okay, so take take <laughs> yeah, t- so take a look through. Oh, oh, I found it. I found. Oh, it. I was gonna say take a look through. I'm gonna just give a shout out to Rolando yep. Rodriguez from last from last podcast. Came on and says Cowboys can fan. What's up from South Texas? Let's hear some. Let's hear some great information. From America's team, and then with his classic uh, cheers emojis and football emojis, which we, uh, hey, which we enjoy. We got the Google. We got the Google beast up. We're gonna yep. be, we're gonna be googling it. We're gonna be doing a little bit of Micah comparisons. We got a show today, boys. We, do, we, got, we got ourselves a, bang, we got a, a show. We got a banger. I uh, I love. Uh, we gotta call him R two. R two. Okay. R two. Rolando Rodriguez. That's a sick name, too. By the way, I might have said that last time, and I will say it again in the future. So, so <laughs> here, here's that article: the six NFL uh, rookie rookie project. Adam, uh, six NFL rookie projects <laughs> expected to develop contribute right away in 2023. And, and so, is- the reason we're looking at this right now is because Mozzie Smith has made this list, and we're just kind of curious who yeah. else is on this list. And it, it's a, a Bleacher Report. Dot com. So this is where the rabbit trail goes. We're hopping websites uh, by Brent <laughs> Sobleski. Solbs. Solbs. Solby. Solberito. Okay, QB Anthony Rich. Oh, what the fuck is this? It's other teams. We were foiled. No, no, but it's it, 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 Mozzie, Mozzie probably will Mozzie's be on this in here, list. But, yeah, oh, he, he is on this list, but I thought it was... Dallas Cowboys. Oh no, right. you didn't. No, no, I knew. Okay, I knew okay, it was okay. going to be. Okay. Oh yeah, because it's okay, a let's six guess. NFL rookie project. Zach Charby. Zach Put Charb- him on the list. Zach Charbonnet will be on it. I, I was going to say B- Anthony B- Richardson, Bijan Robinson, Mozzie Smith. J. What's his name? JSN. 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 Possibly. Who is another one of the? Uh, I'm trying to think here. We got to think of the uh, some of the t- top picks here. But I, th- I feel like they're going to go spoilers. Let's see what we got. Anthony Richardson, got. who's next? Anthony Richardson wanted him. Didn't get him. Luke Van Ness, Green Bay Packers, okay. defensive line. He's looking right. good in that in that jersey, I have to say. Look at him. He's Stupidest looking, he, fucking logo in the NFL, but it works. And and he uh, definitely, his size isn't uh, doesn't really necessarily strike me as a defensive no. line already. So he's probably fast. He's looking inbred and corn fed. <laughs> Are you, that's a is that that's a oh, uh, offensive tackle, tackle Broderick Jones, we, Pittsburgh Steelers. We wanted him. We wanted him. We did. Yep. We wanted that BJ. We wanted OT BJ, but oh, it just yeah. didn't happen. We wanted that BJ. Big Looks time. like he's having a, a, a squatty deuce right there. Looks like he's taking a deuce. And if you're just watching, oh, there's oh, our guy. There's our guy, Mozzie. Mozzie. Damn, look how big he is. Yes. Look at his fucking arm. Look at those fucking, look at those guns. Holy shit, Great his arm thighs. Is, His biceps are. At this point, if you guys just turn the visuals off and just hear yeah. us explain <laughs> how gorgeous Mozzie Smith's body is. His arms look like an anaconda is swallowing his torso. <laughs> I like this. Mozzie looks like he's got that killer instinct. If you're just listening to this, you got to get over to the YouTube because there's pictures and stuff. Yeah. And but Mozzie, Mozzie's looking yoked. Man, look, all the hope in the world. This is what you want to see. Let's finish this list off. Jonathan Mingo. The Mingo Nader. Mingo, Mingo, my dingo. <laughs> Bingo. We got a Mingo. And last but not least. Luke Musgrave. Get in the fuck out of here. We yeah. got our own Luke. We got our own fucking Luke. Get out of here. So two Packers on that two list. Packers. You got Musgrave and and Luke and two Lukes. So 
Don't like it. Don't trust it. I don't like this list besides the fact that Mozzie made it. All right, so Mozzie Smith has made the list of top six rookies that should have an immediate impact. Interesting list. Oh, you know what? Our boy Dallas Cowboys Chris popped in. He's packing a bag heading to New Orleans. Oh. And he says, crack him. Chris, what up? Chris, we appreciate you listening to some packing music right what, now. What are you doing or in New packing, Orleans? Some packing. Yeah, what are you doing in but New Orleans? only tell us if if you can tell us, and if you can't, then make up a story and we'll believe it yeah. anyway. And then our boy, uh, two-time bocce Eric, says, Oxnard, red alert, Oxnard. Um, oh, yeah, I, we, we, we there. Yeah. Have we figured out, have they announced the days yet? The actual days for no. the training? No I don't think yet. so. I mean, Zero we know dates. the general dates, but yeah. it'll be that weekend we were talking yeah. about, whatever, it'll, it sh- should be on that, just how it lines up. Um, okay, three Cowboys, here's undrafted what, free agents that will make the team cream. Now, I mean, can we guess? It looks like right there they got Loopy. Hunter, Hunt, yeah. Hunter, who did I say? Kukli? He's long retired. Hunter Lup- Lupke. Lupke. Loop, Lupke. I'm Lupke. just going to call him HL. I'm going to call him HL. HL double hockey stick. Chris is going to New Orleans to drink. Yeah, Fuck Chris. Hey. Yeah, he is. Crack him, baby. Enough reason. Uh, th- so, yeah, so, this, this is on Blogging the Boys again by LP Cruz. LP Cruz train. <laughs> so, this yeah, there I, he is. I, 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 am, I am excited about HL. Uh, making the team. Do you want to do the honors or do you want me? So Hunter Lepke, uh, finding a place on the roster shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody. Lepke, sometimes known as Lepke's versatility and ability, means he finds a way onto the roster. As a prospect, uh, Hunter Lepke was a drawn comparison to 49ers fullback Kyle Juzik in how he can run the football, be a lead blocker, and catch passes out of the backfield just like Booby Miles. Over his collegiate career at North Dakota State, Loopy, which they missed a K, totaled over 1,000 yards rushing and nearly 500 yards receiving for the Bison. So he, yeah, so where he fits in the roster is the absence of a power running back, which is what we said. You can't replace Ezekiel Elliott with one player. you got to replace him with multiple players. Lepke has demonstrated he can be strong downhill runner in short yardage, and currently the Cowboys need somebody of that ilk on the team, which we've said multiple times. Additionally, head coach Mike McCarthy has taken over play calling duties and has always had a boner for utilizing fullbacks in his offense. The Cowboys' new offense labeled the Texas Coast is sure to use a short passing game to backs out of the backfield. Lepke's diverse talent have a place on the team. We definitely, I'm definitely going to now find out how to pronounce his name. Since oh, no, okay. I was I was just going to say this. We're demonetized, boys. Get onto YouTube right now. Oh, yeah. Let's just figure it out. his name in, and let's hear somebody say his fucking name yeah. so, that we can, so that we can just put that sword in the dragon and start our pronunciation. <laughs> start correcting our pronunciation so, now. So, well, so by the start of season, we're staying it properly. So, well, uh, Benway Boy number two, a.k.a. A- a- AJ, is uh, looking for that anth. What do you, how do you feel about the uh, assessment here about him being that power running back well like they said in the in the article i don't think one guy's gonna match what ezekiel elliott did for this team zeke had the 12 touchdowns but he also had that crazy uh talent of being able to pick up pass in protection and block Dak from blitzing linebackers and defensive ends so i think he's gonna i think he'd fit in nicely with the running back room to kind of shore up a little bit of a missed or a little bit of a spot that we're going to miss Zeke at. So I'm excited. I I think he has a very good chance of making the team. And I think he's going to be a fan favorite if he does. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. AJ's going to about to play it here for us. Just going to make sure that my sound's working. It might be off. Let's see. You say he might beat off. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely, he's there was not no North Dakota state football player who had his eyes more fixed by the fans than Hunter Lipke. 
Lipke. Old Lipke. 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 Well, we don't know. Yeah, you Does know this, this fucking this, boner know? Does this fucking guy from <laughs> WDA ABC know? Hey, okay, Lepke. Le, okay, le, so he says Lepke. Let's try one more. Let's try it. Let's get corroborate. Let's corroborate the evidence that we okay, have okay. in front of us here. So I'm going to go. I do like that. We have some. Cole, I like that. We had some Cole Beasley in the, the videos that we should have clicked. Sometimes I'm in my feelings. Sometimes I am or not. I don't know if they're actually going to say his <laughs> name on this. So Lipke. What is it about you guys in these end of first half plays? It's now the third time we've seen you guys going to the locker room with an That's not him. Is it? Yeah, I mean, no. I think we got some pretty good talent on the Fuck edge. you, Zeb. Oh, there's our boy right there. Why does that guy look like someone on Super Troopers? Teams really nicely. Uh, not really too much. I mean, it's it's cool and all, but uh, I'm more. You know what? Six. Let's find this out another time. <laughs> I'm going with Loop. I'm going with Loopkey. I'll go with Loopkey. That's what the guy said. Loopkey. Yep. Okay, Loopkey. Loopkey. Hunter Loopkey. Yeah, I like it. Okay, up next we got Earl Bostick. Who the fuck is Earl Bostick? That's what we all We're said. We're about to find out. So, We're about to find out right now. So a few years ago, uh, the team mined a hidden treasure after picking up Terrence Steele as an undrafted signing in 2020. Look for Earl Bostick to find similar path to the NFL. Bostick comes to Dallas boasting excellent athleticism for his size as an offensive tackle. Bostick is a converted tight end with nimble feet and good bounce, which AJ likes that type of player. Um, Bostick is he big? Yeah, the former Big Twelve All American plays himself on the roster, finding a spot behind Matt Willetsko, who Ooh. is playing both right tackle and left guard. If Dallas plans to have Willetsko, I don't know how I did my announcer voice. If Dallas plans to have Willetsko serve <laughs> such nice, a significant transition nicely, yeah. it did. Yeah, so, such just ad got jacked up right to the announcer voice. I love it. Hey, such, you got me. You got me stoked for Earl Bostick or Bostick. Okay, Let's so go. if Dallas plans to have Willetsko serve as a significant purpose as a swing tackle left guard, it means two things. One, Willetsko's aptitude for playing in multiple spots potentially saves the team a roster spot. Two, considering the health of Tyron Smith, the team has an urgent need to secure not one, but two swing tackles. Bostick heads to camp, competing directly with Josh Bizzitabal, who struggled mightily <laughs> last season. Yeah. Number three, the Cowboys gave Bostick a guaranteed bonus of a 200 racks 200 racks wow. to ensure he has a place on the team this is a message for all the pan fanomaniacs we are a special interest group who have taken over the airways we demand you listen to the following advertisements if you wish to hear your precious cowboys can fan podcast again start the ads you've done well we will allow you to return to your favorite dallas cowboys podcast but mark our words we will return so they threw some money at him. And that's the bottom line because this I forget who's the columnist is. Who's who's columnist columnist is this? Doesn't LP matter. Cruise Train. Oh, LP Cruise Train LP said Cruise so. Train. So I, I yeah, I mean, um, I guess it's good to have uh backup tackles and they yeah, like you said, Ant, they threw money at him so that he he must be worth something rather than just a fucking waiver, you know? Yeah, he's a project right now. They see something in him. He's got all the intangibles. They just got to coach him up a little bit. Coach him up, and the Dallas Cowboys have the proper coaches and front office to do it. Crack him over there, baby. Crack, Crack him, Earl him if you got him. Yeah. 
Well, fine. Least but not last, David Durden. That's the wide receiver, right, guys? Yeah, double, and I really like double this guy. I'm D. Bring up his photo. We got double D, David Durden. David Durden is a Division II prospect out of West Florida with an intriguing background. Once in the Boston Red Sox farm system, Durden returned to the gridiron and had a productive final campaign for the Argonauts. After recording over 1,100 and 13 touchdowns in 2022, Durden earned heads among a few draft analysts, and he was made the focus of the Athletics Prospect X. The well-traveled Durden, a.k.a. Double D, will sure be to make a few plays at training camp and in the preseason. At 6'2 and 220, Alex's size, Durden has a terrific size and speed ratio, <laughs> having run a 4'4'40 dash in the lead-up to the draft. Durden enters He's got wheels. Tra- He's got wheels, baby. We got He's wheels flying. on Durden. Double Durden. Double yep. Durden, don't call me Tyler Durden, enters training camp with a reputation as a tireless worker and has ball skills that are sure to grab the coaching staff's attention and nuts. Durden also carries value as a special teams contributor. He averaged 17.7 yards in punt return last season and returned one first score. Durden will continue contend primary, primarily with Simi Fioco, Gavante Turpin, Jalen Tolbert, Tolbert, and fellow undrafted receivers, Jalen Marine uh, Cropper, and Josh and Jose, Jose Barbin to make the team. <laughs> Durden has an uphill battle, but it's an unsurmountable one. You know I'm doing something wrong when AJ's correcting me on how to pronounce a name. His name is David Durden. That's his, all I was thinking about the whole time. is David Durden. We um, need to, if he makes the team, we have to make the soundbite. You know, his name is Tyler Durden. And yeah, we have yeah. To dub our, oh, dub yeah. our own voices over David. So it'd be like, his name is David Durden. Yeah. Yeah, his yeah, name yeah, is yeah. David Durden. Um, yeah. Okay, well, tell me what you think about this, about David Durden. Ooh. I mean, now, hang on, though. I know, I know. I saw the second one. I was about to say something. but look, I, almost, I almost smacked my laptop screen. <laughs> I know. Are you ready for the glow up, though? Boom! Oh yeah. Okay, I like that. Give he me looks, that. He, I like that. That's better. That looks like a guy that's ready to get out there and fucking throw throw his bows. Did he's anyone about to throw bows? Did yeah. anybody twenty three and me him though? Like that? There's no fucking way he's a, is in college. Like bring up that other photo of him. Yeah. How had. old is this dude? Look at this. He fucking how old looks. Is he? he looks like he's been doing my family's life insurance for the last fifteen years. Yeah, he might be. Like he looks like he's taught. He lo- he looks like he's taught AP. Like oh, yeah. physics for oh, yeah. 20 years. Oh, yeah. He's an AP <laughs> physics teacher. He does look like my first science uh, Mr. teacher. Mr. Durden. Hey, kids. I'm going to teach uh, science. Chlorophyll. More like borophyll. <laughs> trying uh, to find his uh, his um, stats. birth date. Uh, double double uh, R2's asking a question. Cowboys can fan. If the Cowboys keep a fullback to block, who is the Cowboys power back? Go Cowboys. America's team. Uh, if, they keep, if they keep Hunter uh, Lepke, then he's a, he'll be our power back. I agree. Okay, I sorry. He's be. He has to be. <laughs> so <laughs> he committed he to Mercer be. University to play football in 2017. <laughs> oh my god! So is he like so a, he's in mid twenties? Is he a Van Wild? He's like 25, 26, probably. Hey, he's Going got that maturity. 50. Yeah, Jesus. I uh, like him. I like him. I hey, like it though. Uh, look, Durden, come on here. I want if he come if if we can get a player like a a uh, West Welker. And then who else was it? Um, shit. Well, the Patriots went back to back with a player like that. Wes Welker Edelman. and uh, Edelman. 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 Yeah. Julian Edelman. Oh, Julian so, Edelman. Someone like that right? who's yeah. just not necessarily mind blowing during this season, but in the playoffs. And, and they playoffs. are. And, and they just they play with hard grit. Yeah. And a guy like that, 6'2, whatever he was, 220 pounds. I mean, it is the 
Um, I don't know if it's a, a huge standout because CD's actually pretty tall and, and heavier than we thought, but he just looks lanky. But having one of those, a big power, powerful catcher who goes up there and contends for balls, just adding a little toughness. A you want you a want worker. a guy who's going to get dirty in in the trenches. Yeah, and not, not saying that no one's, that we don't have a tough team, nope. but I like, same with hockey. It's like you... Can we get an, afford, an enforcer? Uh, yep. Just if if the if get someone who's going to go play, plant themselves in the middle of the box. Yeah, which you're right. We didn't have that on offense last year. In the, anyone that was receiving the ball, you don't have that grinder like a Heinz Ward from Pittsburgh, or like that guy that's going to get those dirty yards and get take take the hits and get up. So if he if you get a guy that might have a bit of a chip on his shoulder because he went off undrafted and wants to get in there and pick up some dirty yards yeah. and, and work his way onto the squad. I'm all for it, man. Well, and like, if you look at, I watched uh, Julian Edelman's uh, football life and like for the first few seasons, he was not any, like he almost got cut a couple times. And then all of a sudden, like you're two or three or three or four, he started to like really kind of go into line and, and, and start uh, molding with the team. Played with the goat. Yeah. Played with the goat. Uh, look, uh, I mean, makes any very, very good. true. He, but, but the goat kept them around for yep. a reason. Him right. and, and, and Welker, right? And his catch against the Falcons, was it? Where that ball was Bowl? fucking just bouncing yeah. around. And, like, that is, I mean, you could, there's so many catches in the NFL. But I think that one can stand out for a very long time as one of the top catches. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And the, the best part about that, there's a sound of the sidelines or a mic'd up. And he, he, that catch happens and it's got the cool view. And as he catches, he's screaming, I got it. I caught it. I caught it. I caught it. Cause he knows he, he caught it. Yeah. And it was like a, it was a pivotal part of the game. Yeah. And yeah, you, that, that, that catch is probably, I'd say top 10 in craziest catches of, for what it was worth. Like the, the Patriots it, at the time exactly. were trailing back after being down for so much, the weight of it, the situation it's in the Super Bowl. Maybe it's not a, considered the greatest catch. If it's like week two, sure. <laughs> it gets yeah. like, it's still maybe you know, a highlight. The, yeah, it might be a highlight. Top, but top the, 100 the uh, uh, highlights of the year on yeah. ESPN. You you have the <laughs> yeah. technically good catches. Like okay, that was like that route and the the way you grabbed it. Maybe the difficulty going into like two or three person coverage. But then you have those catches that are like game uh, game mattering catches that also just take a mediocre catch and amplifies it based on the pressure and everything like that. Yeah. 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 Totally. Now- now I have to watch Julian Edelman's football life after I get off the show. Well, he was a qu- <laughs> he he was a quarterback, and then he got That's shifted right. around, and then he and then he then he got thrown into he was a quarterback. Then he was like a returner, and then yeah, uh, yeah. Well, the Michael- craziest thing is he wouldn't go out for dinner with Tom Brady because he just despite he thought he was better at quarterback than Tom Brady. Yeah, he just thought he thought he was better. <laughs> he would not eat with him. <laughs> I ain't going out there anywhere with you. He's Tom. like he's like Tom might be a slightly better quarterback than me. I'll admit that. <laughs> But I'm a hell of a better wide receiver than him, and I'm going to prove it every single week yeah. until I get my chance. Yeah. Uh, speaking of players that played different positions in high school, Michael Parsons played running back. Running back. And have you seen his uh, his highlights, man, as a running back? I mean, yeah, every yeah, every good. every NFL player, when you look at their high school highlights, it's like, oh, there he is. You can just tell. Yeah. Ray Lewis was a running back. Like, yeah. there's all, all these guys, all these guys that are amazing especially linebackers because the size of them when they were in high school most of them played linebacker and most of them played running back and they were just amazing at both spots yeah and it's pretty uh, common for um like players in high school to play offense and defense eh? that's wild 
Well, because you get this kid, right? You get this kid. Talented, athletic. One, yeah. A one in a million athlete, right? You got you got to milk them. You got to milk them like that. Those rats that in the well, Simpsons when they milk every just, inch of them. Let's yeah. stay on that for a second. <laughs> Do you think then that kind of you know they, they play both ends and they're used to playing so much? So like when you see Micah Parsons in the NFL now, and he even when he maybe he's maybe should take some time to recoup, and it's he's always like I want to go back in because they're so conditioned to be playing so much. I know, obviously, the NFL they're is also, a completely different speed, but I well, think... Co- but, and college, they, it's, it's already out by college, right? Yeah, like, you they're think not so? Going, no. no. Yeah, they, they're not playing both sides of the ball in college. They... they um, No, I know they're not, but I'm saying, like, fundamentally, because you're doing that at an age... Like, you're doing that in your most impressionable years. But I think Like, you're wired to... Your behavior habits want you oh. to do that. Like, do you think anyone, it screws them up for attitude? I or? think that's just Micah's personality. He wants to be out there. He thinks he's better than everybody, which is awesome. Which but is, he feels I want like that. He feels like he could be, I imagine Micah thinks like he could be a top 20 running back in the NFL. Oh, I honestly 100%. believe Micah probably. thinks that. Top 20, and he probably thinks top 10. <laughs> he's probably like, man, give me. Give which me, I love. Give me, give me the ball. I wonder what would happen if they let him dangle for a couple of runs. Or even like Trevon Diggs, like Trevon Diggs played wide receiver in college. I wonder what he would be like running as a wide receiver in the NFL. Exactly. Imagine they they imagine they just do two two surprise plays like that, and they have Diggs <laughs> and Micah. I feel like we need to do that on on the next Madden game. Put them at, put them as a wide put them as a wide out. And, and yeah, a, and you build back. them build. So what you do? Because I don't know if you can actually I don't know if you can actually set them to positions. You can you like can change back. Madden. You can't a hundred percent. Like if any, he's a linebacker, well, you can still from last year. Uh, you can go to any player and edit their position. Yes. Well, I think we're going to have to play a, a franchise mode with just Micah as running back. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but both double positions, side, both positions. He's do- playing double, th- yeah. <laughs> double side. It's going to be exhausted. Yeah. If anybody can do it, Micah could the lion. Well, he's hungry. speaking of the lion. Okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm... Boom. Look at that, Jerry Jones kissing a baby out there kissing babies. Jerry Jones kiss the baby, just fucking washed out and angelic. Do you think after the photo he's just like, hey, did you just kiss my kid? Huh? I kiss all. I kiss all babies. I hold. They all get the kiss of Jerry. Um. Yeah. So we are going to be comparing Micah Parsons to the best NFL and Dallas Cowboys defensive ends and ed- edge rushers of all time. Now, quick note. <clears throat> One big uh, omit from here. You want to be quick. Well, Take is De- is Demarcus uh, where? Because we did him. We did it last week. With or two weeks ago. Tech, it's weird because he is. He, both he, he is, wears a linebacker. Yes, the, he's as a linebacker, but then they also put add him to like defensive end list. So it's, uh, but I, I, you know, it is what it is. So. So where basically is for the Cowboys played as a three four linebacker, and then with the Broncos he was an edge like a, a defensive end. Okay, okay, but but he, right. Oh, so he did play both then. But he played we, both. Yeah. Are we just doing the first two seasons? This is again. Well, I I adjusted it a little. Oh, I adjusted it a little. Tricks it's Rick's just there. it's always going to be the first two relevant seasons for comparison's sake. So, um, but I made a note here, and I can explain it as we go uh, through each one. It's very, very simple. But like, basically, there's no if a, if a player who we know was very good didn't have a starting season, for example, or didn't play very much for the first season for whatever. What we're really trying to do here is just compare Michael Parsons to these guys. So for for com- he would have 
blown them out of the water then. But let's get a comparison against them, say, in years two and three or three and four, which is even harder because they're that much more experienced. And one thing I did learn um, from look, from doing this is the explosion, and this is a positive thing for my comparisons, the explosion of, of like, excellence from all of these players that happens at year four or five, six, seven, eight. Like it's just almost consistent that they all had very good starts, some better than others. But by the time they're in their fourth or fifth year and plus third year um, as well, they are really starting to come into their own and you can see their stats start to like consistently be top. They hit, they hit that curve. They get that learning curve and then they're just other they can they can take the speed of the game and everything they've learned and now 100% use their athletic ability, abilities to do pretty much what they want on the field. Yeah, and it was interesting to see how how long and consistent players retain that once they hit it. It was like pretty much you know, I'm just off the top of my head but to be conservative like a 4 or 5 year stretch that once they hit their kind of hot streak they were able to keep it going. So he's in good company, but it doesn't matter. We've seen the failures like Alden Smith, who started hot and then just fucking dropped right off, right? Sean Merriman. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that was the most surprising lights one out. I thought from last from Sean last Merriman's. Week. Yep. Sean really? Merriman just his started was... lights. He started lights out. Is that, was that his dance? Lights out. Well, he, uh, yeah. He had like I think what was it thirty in the first two two years and then finished with fifty nine sacks or something. Yeah, like definitely, that. definitely, definitely petered out a little bit. Okay, well here's just a quick recap on our boy Michael Michael Parsons. He's played this is his uh twenty twenty one to present so two seasons, um, thirty three games played, one hundred and forty nine total sacks, one hundred and six solo sacks, thirty three tackles. tackles. Yeah, tackles. So, sorry, sorry, you're right. <laughs> 149 total tackles. <laughs> Let me start that again. Solo tackles, 106. But that's 30... a, that's 106 out of the the total tackles. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's not a it's not additional. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, 33 tackles for a loss. 56 quarterback hits. 26 and a half sacks. Uh, six pass deflections and six forced fumbles. Zero. So ends. one thing. Zero in. Yeah. Zero well, but one thing that when I posted this, because I did post it at, at Cowboys Can Fan oh, on the Instagram. Oh, I Ooh. just love, I would love to see all the fucking comments. No, just people being like, don't forget his touchdown. He has a touchdown. He has one touchdown. Oh, he has right. a touchdown. He got, he got the touchdown. He had a touchdown. So a bunch of people were letting me know that he had a touchdown. Okay, I mean, okay. I that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a very fair. It's a very they're, they're fair. Telling me, they're, they're telling me like I wasn't dressed up as... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> as Kurt Cobain yeah. just before Halloween watching. Or I could have been Madonna. You don't know. Madonna? I look like Madonna. I look like Kurt Cobain. But yes, he ha- also has one Andy touchdown. Warhol? Yeah. yeah I mean, Warhol. there's a... You, lo- you, uh, you look like Andy Dick from old school when he's giving the blowjob uh, scene. <laughs> oh, God. I look, like An- I look like Andy Dick if he'd ever found cocaine. Yeah. You know, just no, a little bit of like weight. Andy, you know, you, no, you're Andy Dick if he got off of cocaine and he blew yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> Andy Dick was a pinner, not saying that you're a fatto. You guys ready to get That's fucking okay. vaped up? If you're watching this, or if you're listening to this, you need to come watch because this is a psychedelic title page. Top woo, Dallas woo, Cowboys woo, defensive, woo. defensive ends. Let's do it. 
Okay, Jim so Gafcoat. Jim Gafcoat. So um, I, I, uh, I, there may be some omissions, but it's really just because we want to get to. Uh, there's a lot, by the way, and and we just want to get to the um, best comparisons that we can. So some guys they didn't have stats, <laughs> you know. I feel like the picture's wrong, dude. That's that's got to be a tackle. That's an offensive lineman. Well, let me see. <laughs> Jim Jeffcoat, no, defensive end, and it's seventy-seven. I, I know, I know. Yeah. That's the Doesn't number. That look like that's crazy. It's it's him. That's a way. That's a great photo too, right there. The left one. He looks like he's blocking he's a defensive huge. end. He's huge. I know. Uh, I you're right, but that is a DT or a D this is, defensive end, dude. So this was just, definitely just, before just, our time. Just remember, nineteen. So Jim Jeffcoat, nineteen eighty three to nineteen ninety four, two time Super Bowl champion, NFL NFL force fumbles co leader in eighty eight, played for twelve Jeez. years. All Dallas, on our yeah. boys. No, no, he had. A, he played for more than twelve years, but he played for twelve years with Dallas. Yeah, I would love to put him on the offensive line right now, just looking at him. I know, right? Fuck. You're right, Ant. That does look like he is a tackle. But <laughs> oh, for sure. Like I mean, even like the other the way fo- that he's standing. Just that picture. I was like, that can't be the actual guy we're talking about. <laughs> Seven and seventy-seven is a weird number for yeah a, def- a defensive I mean, maybe- lineman. Dallas Cowboys, Chris, has 100-plus sacks. That's a picture of Tyron Smith. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but here he goes. Here, you know, uh, with these guys with the older stats, um, and I, NFL, get your – you got a billion fucking dollar, almost trillion yeah, dollar industry. go back. Go get some intern to go through and start recording these stats so we can have proper comparisons because the people demand it, and then they shit on us. Well, we can't okay. just we can't just go ahead and get an intern doing it because if an intern goes out there and they mess up one stat, we'll have an entire World Wide Web mad at us. So it's better for us to just omit it than mm-hmm. to actually correct it. Okay, well, so looking through it, uh, what do we got here? So Je- well, Jeff Coast, <laughs> Jeff Jim Jeff Coat, his first two full season comparison <laughs> here. He had uh, he beat out Micah in tackles per game. He had five, and Micah, of course, to refresh everyone's memory, four and a half sacks. Uh, uh, sorry, tackles per game. Jesus, what's going on with me? Uh, 26.5 total sacks for Micah compared to uh, Jeff Coates, uh, 23.5. And Micah has a .8 sacks per game average, and he beats out Jeff Coates for .7. I like that you wrote, Jeff, so. I like that you wrote Jeff Coast, and I don't know if Jeff that was, in, I don't that know was, if that, was no, that intentional. It was, it was an accident, uh, an but then accident. he kept it. I just noticed it now as oh, well, I but it. I didn't want to point it out. But no, then, no, I, no, the I love Jeff, it. the Jeff, the Jeff Coast defense. Yeah, the Jeff Coast defense. That's what I, was I think. Keep it, Jeff Coast is. Great. Yeah, whichever side he was on, he's like, "Welcome to the Jeff Coast." Yeah, population, <laughs> not you. Population, Jim. Population, Jim. <laughs> um, Come back, Jim, so we can. Our boy R2 is helping us out here. He goes, uh, Cowboys can fan. Back in the day, old school, the defensive lineman only wore in the 70s. Go Cowboys. See, I didn't America's know that. Team. FNA. I didn't know that. So then hey, we got. This is, what, this, is, this is It's a history lesson for us. You know, this is what we appreciate. Thanks, we got R2. A, 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 a kind of more recent guy, but a little bit. Want, um, I can think, I give you some folklore? So yeah. This is some Cowboys folklore. This is great. This, this is who we took instead of Randy Moss. Oh, shit. This is wow. who the Cowboys took in the first round over. And he, he had a successful career, but he, he was no Randy Moss. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, he was uh, had his best year, I guess, in 2007, the NFL Comeback Player of the Year, as well as being uh, named or added to the Pro Bowl. Whatever. Um, but he played 11 years with Dallas and um, ended up with 77 total sacks. That's not bad. I not mean, bad. that's a successful career. I, I mean, it's tough to judge these guys especially when you can, I mean, you go back to any first round pick that had a good year and you could always find someone that had a hall of fame career that you probably could have taken instead. So you can't really hold it against Greg Ellis, the player because the Cowboys took him over Randy Moss, but it's, it's always that asterisk against him a little bit. Yeah. Well, what you don't know, you don't know until you know, you know, right. And then, you know, no, no, (laughs) uh, sorry. Two things. Uh, one, if you ever t- fucking apologize again, I will never apologize. <laughs> two time bot G Eric is saying recap for me, baby. Missed the last 20 minutes being a hero. Witness a car run over a cyclist had to oh, administer sh- some first aid till the paramedics arrived. That's boots on the fucking ground. That, that is boots on the ground. Holy <laughs> shit. Hey, Eric gets there and they're like, my leg, my leg. And he just starts performing CPR on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause he's listening. Boots to is the- like, stop. It's really hard for me to give you CPR while you're talking. <laughs> and, and, and like, he's like, and then he realizes he's like, they're like, what are you doing? I'm listening to the can fan yeah, uh, yeah, podcast. He's got his headphones <laughs> in so he can. Hey man, well, I Boots hope is, uh, I Boots hope is folklore. Out. Oh, absolutely. Boots is can fan folklore. What a what a what a beauty. What a man, what a man, what a what a what, what a man. man. Hey, nice. <laughs> nice throwback. What were you what what is this you keep going back to the well on? Uh <laughs> I'm just confirming something. Okay. Okay. Um okay, but Greg Ellis, let's My- get into it. What 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 he did here. I mean, it's just to bring up again. These are some of the greats. Yeah, okay, it's uh, whatever, twenty five or x amount of years ago. Um, but Mike, it just dominates in all departments, uh, beating out Alice for tackles per game, solo tackles per game, total sacks, sacks per game, and total and sorry, tackles for a loss per game. Almost a landslide. Like it's a massive yeah. landslide, and the fact that uh, the fact that uh, we drafted him over Randy Moss. I'm not saying it was a waste, but here's one thing I will say: they. I don't think it's really fair to be comparing some of these decades, and I don't know if this is one of the times because it the rules have shifted violently in football. Like it might be one of the more one of the sports that has had. Like and continues today, and I don't mind that. I think that's actually positive that they're willing to make changes. You know, right? So CPR yeah. wasn't necessary. Okay, <laughs> but that <laughs> no, but you, but he said CPR wasn't. Boots just said CPR wasn't ne- necessary, but he didn't stop me anyways. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, my leg's kind of sore, but no, it's, it's why like, don't you come down here and give me a little kiss? Like, uh, are you all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tony I'm- Tolbert. That's a great Tony name. Tony Tolbert. That is a t- Tony. Don't call me Tolbert. Tolbert. These uh, are just that we're we're, we're, now, we're now, slowly dipping our toe into the comparisons. Okay, guys. Any relation to Jalen? Del- yes. Actually, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy shit. No. <laughs> Sorry. Like, oh my god. Uh, but, Here we go. But Tony is a three-time Super Bowl champion. Um. And he played his whole career with the um, Dallas Cowboys from 88 to 93. Second, I love that. Yeah, second team All-Pro, Pro Bowler, and uh, one. these are all just one-timers. And then the NFL All-Rookie team. So, you know, okay. go, go, Tony. Look at those shoulder pads, too, eh? 
And if you notice the picture I uh, pi- I uh, selected, and uh, if you're just listening to audio, you need to come to youtube.com slash CowboysCanFan or just search CowboysCanFan on YouTube or Google. We will pop up. Come join us Wednesdays and Sundays. But you'll see that he's ripping the helmet off of an Eagles player. And do you think people, Love it. do you think his nickname was TT? Oh, yeah. <laughs> TT Tolbert. Oh, here comes TT. I would call him TT Tolbert, T-T. even though. It or T- make oh, sense. I mean, I mean, it was before. Actually, he just. Tony he pro- Tolls. He, Tony Tolbert probably played one season with everybody calling him T2. Because it was 93, he, yes. he retired, and, and T2 came out in 90, 91, 92. Right. So he had one season where everyone's like, oh, you're like T2. Maybe two seasons. Maybe two seasons. Maybe. Possibly two seasons. Okay. Uh, again, to, uh, Tony Tony Tolbs himself had just five tackles per game, which beat out Micah by .5. Micah had 4.5. Otherwise... Another landslide victory, although a little bit better. Uh, uh, Tony wasn't too bad in his first two uh, seasons. Or, uh, sorry, his first two full seasons here, which was his year three and four. Um, So that goes to tell you a little bit more about Micah's performance here. But uh, he had .5 sacks per game, which I think is pretty respectable. Respectable. You know, you get that out of someone, I take it. I'm assuming he wasn't, and we won't get into this, but I'm definitely... thinking he's probably a, a third to fifth round pick, which is that's super, that's super successful yeah, for that, shoot. that type of pick. Yeah. I, 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 um, I'll add, I'm going to add that to this doc so we don't forget it, but I think that's interesting where they were picked and just put that somewhere on here. and To uh, see if they yeah. exceed or don't <laughs> exceed the draft expectations. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because yeah. that's, that's uh, that it's not like, we're, it's not for our ranking purposes. It's just for our own knowledge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We want here. Here's the thing. It's a little bit of history that we're going through. It's just a little. Touch, it is. You know. Um, I like it. I like it. I do. Two tall Jones. What's his first name though? Uh, Ed. Ed Two yeah. Tall Jones. Ed Two Tall Jones. He was a Super Bowl champion, a first team All Pro. A t- uh, do you hate that I'm not reading the the dates? In my mind, in my mind, in my mind, when you read it, I read the dates <laughs> in my head. <laughs> okay, go ahead, do it. Uh, Super Bowl champion. I don't know that. I don't know the first team yeah. All Pro in '82, two times second team All Pro in '81 and '83, three times Pro Bowler '81 to '83, nice. and our favorite PFWA All Rookie Team in '74. So Ooh, he wow. really came into his own later in his career, totally like mid career, like mid career. He's hitting all first all first team All Pro in '82. Was in the NFL in '74, so that's eight years late. Like he had a long career, and he, he really hit stride. Long. Yeah, really hit stride mid mid career, which I like. I like to see that. Yeah, nine ten years later, and he ended up seventy two again. Yeah, yeah, he ended up with one hundred and six sacks by the end of it. So respectable. Whoa, that's that. Yeah, but again, Micah just came in, dominated. We don't need to talk much about it. But uh, shout out to Ed Two Tall Jones. Ed Tutal like had uh, in his first two seasons nine and a half sacks, and that's an average of point three four sacks a game. I'm not super stoked on that, but again, if if some you, idiot would have if the idiot would have put um, the the where they were drafted on, it, we could have been able to talk about that. But the stupid idiot didn't do that. Moron! What um, an idiot! I'm dumb dumb shit! Uh, what a dumb shit! Ca- Cowboys can <laughs> Cowboys can fan. The Eagles quarterback number twelve is that Randall Cunningham. Go Cowboys! Think on your previous it is. photo. Yeah, it was. Plug him. It was. Yep. Oh, it was Randall. Oh. It, that, 
Yeah, that's Randall Cunningham. Yeah, he's ripping he's his head off. Like, oh, oh, double crack him for two tall Jones. Crack him if you crack got him. Crack him if you got him, got him son. Uh, Dallas Cowboys Chris says he stopped playing football for two years to be a professional boxer. That's fucking mint. And then came back. <laughs> that's awesome. I think. Have, that's so. Have, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's talking about two tall Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Randy White. Night is cool. I picked this picture specifically for that fucking mid-drift, which, and, oh, it's a little cut off, but that's all well, right. And it's funny because our boy R2 was already talking about Randy White, and he wore 54, but he started as a linebacker and was able to keep his number. So he's, he's, and going, then I, he's going back to yeah, his and folklore. I think he, and I think he's, was Randy White a tackle or an end? Anyways, defensive doesn't, doesn't matter. Defensive end, since we're well, talking I, about I, defensive ends. I did run into that problem. I started building this out, and I, I had a bunch of D tackles. And it's very hard to get specific with defensive end. Um, but Randy White, at the end of the day, was a defensive end enough. Uh, I didn't see anything that, well, that put him in a linebacker, but I'm not doubting that that's true. It's just what I was looking at. So Great mid-drift, great stash. I think now, for, going forward, you have to say, if someone's like, what's, what's, what are you doing with your face? You say, well, I'm going my Randy White. I'm getting a Randy White going. He's going to he's going nice. his Randy White. So Randy White. Well, look at that fucking belly hair. I can't get that. That's nice. That's, that's a treasure oh, trail. Hang on, I gotta get a. Different... That is a treasure trail. Yeah, the best a, part that's, about that's, it. That's a, that's a that's a Bessie belly right there. Oh, yeah, but yeah. it's it's a reverse treasure trail. It's not leading to his no. goods. It's leading to his mustache. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, totally. It's leading to his Randy White. Um, so Randy White, <laughs> Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl co MVP, seven time first team All Pro, second team All Pro in eighty. Nine-time Pro Bowler, 77 wow. to 85. In NFL, a row. Nine years in a yeah, row. Yeah, nine years in a row. NFL 1980s All-Decade Team. NFL 100th Anniversary All-Time Team. That our favorite PFWA yep. All-Rookie Team there in 75. And a motherfucking Dallas Cowboys Ring of Honor. You know he's legit if he's got the PFWA All-Rookie yeah. Team. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and, and then the <laughs> better than and the, Ring better of than Honor. The, uh, better than the ROH. <laughs> yeah. Do you have the PFW rookie team? No. Fuck you. Randy was oh, a beast. Look so, at this. So I Would took you his, look at that? Now, oh, in yeah, fairness, this is his first two full seasons. So season three and four, what Mike is coming up to now. But hey, it makes it fun because we the other comparison, it. he would have... Dominated? Yeah, he just would have dominated. Well, the comparison wouldn't be fun. So we're so, having fun here. So in two two more seasons, we'll we'll come back to these oh, motherfuckers. Exactly, we'll yes. come back to the defensive ends so that we can say, all right, Randy White, let's see who you are beating now. <laughs> so Rand- it won't be Micah. Or we might want to stick for the first two years, but I hope not. Yeah. Uh, so Randy White, 28 and a half sacks for a, uh, an outstanding .95 sacks a game in his first wow. two, uh, in season three and four. But who's to say that Micah can't get to that one sack per game, which would just be lights out, Sean Merriman. Yeah. That's our shot. For all those audio listeners, this we were lighting out. We're lighting it out. Okay. Actually, I should have I should have flickered the lights a little oh, bit here. Oh, here's a fun one. And you uh, can tell by his picture. Charles Haley. <laughs> Charles motherfucking Haley. So Charles Haley ended up with 111 sacks. Did not start with the Cowboys though. Nope. Where did San Fran? Started with San Francisco, yep. that's right. But uh did play enough years on both teams that he ended up with the Dallas Cowboys Ring of Honor and the San Francisco 49ers Hall of Fame. I wonder how many players have have that. Ooh, it'd probably be him and Dion. Not many. Him and Dion? Yeah, very few. You got to play play enough 
to be real, like I could see a team like Jacksonville getting like Randy Moss on the team. I'm just hypothetically for one year and then putting him in there. But Char- Hall of Fame just to have someone. Yeah, but Charles Pey- Hay- Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, yeah. maybe the Broncos, Broncos sure. and because uh, they won a Super possibly. Bowl, possibly yeah. Aaron Rodgers coming up. Um, but yeah, uh, f- uh, with Charles Haley though, like it, San Francisco didn't want him anymore. Like he he was a pro- he was a problem player, and it wasn't until he went to Dallas oh. that he was kind of uh, molded well, into being like a very solid player. Jimmy Johnson. Oh no, did. no, he was still he was still really good in San Francisco. It's just no, they got good. they were no, so used they were so used to winning Super Bowls. They were like, it's not worth it anymore. And they yeah, kind of no, got I'm rid saying of him. He, like the, he's not a great locker room guy. Like, yeah. He, oh no, and we're gonna get into that. Yeah. Okay. Read, read though. Locker. Read, okay, read so I'll that, read. and then yeah, I got some okay, else so for you to read. Five times Super Bowl champion, two times uh, t- uh, two times first team All Pro, five times Pro Bowler. PFWA all rookie team. There it is. There it is. There it is. He's a Dallas Cowboys ROH. He's a San Fran uh, uh, thing. (laughs) And he's a locker room dick tugger. (laughs) Fucking lot. He's a locker room dick tugger. Well, here we go. These are some stories from his teammates. I just brought up some quotes. Okay. So Uh, did you want to, and you can't read these, right? So we'll, I can't see. No, my my screen's too far away. I can read it. The reputation started with the penis, a fire hose of an organ that brought Haley more pride than any game winning tackle. As he grew comfortable in the 49ers locker room, Haley would stroll up to an unsuspecting teammate, whip out his phallus, and repeatedly stroke it in his face. Players initially laughed it off, but Haley refused to stop. He would jerk <laughs> off in the locker oh, room. Oh, sorry. I think these are all different quotes. Oh, so. okay. So then here's another question. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, Charles Haley, he would jerk off in the locker room, in the trainer's room. He'd wrap his hands around his penis, turn toward a Joe Montana or a John Taylor and bellow, You know you want to suck this? Or you only wish you had this baby. Uh, can I just cut it? Can I just cut in real quick? Yep. It sounds a lot like a Cowboys can fan pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Alex is walking around. You can't. You want to suck it? You guys are like, what is? Are you? Did you glue an acorn to the bottom of your torso? Dude, or? your pants are off again. <laughs> uh, and then the final one. Charles used to beat off in meetings while uh, talking graphically of players' wives. Says Michael Silver, who covered the 49ers for the Santa Rosa Press Democratic, to the point of. Something ejaculation to the point of ejaculation. Yeah, ejaculation. That's fucking. So this is the thing, obviously, and it's been settled. Like his, he had mental health. He's on meds now. Obviously, this is a time the '90s is still kind of a little bit wild, wild west as far as mental health. And clearly, the guy was battling with some demons, and it came out this way. No, but, but that just—I well, think it just shows how good this guy was. That they allowed him to jerk off in front of their fucking. Uh, quarterback. Yeah, well, you know, like he was just that good that they're like, well, two two things. He did one. They t- talking about it being a fire hose of an organ, so it was probably like a spectacle. Yeah, but second, yeah, yeah, it was so it was big, <laughs> like my forum. Just for the record, for you auto listeners, Arnold Schwarzenegger did not just show up on okay, the Okay, bye. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. Go 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 away. Uh, totally forgot where I was going Sorry. with. Oh. Oh, sorry, I do. So one, now this could be fucking Niners folklore. It does is a bang bang Niners gang come from Charles ha- uh, Haley jerking <laughs> off in the room. <laughs> yep. Uh, and two, it there's does. no reports of him uh, dick tugging in uh, in in Dallas. So maybe the Cowboys. Well, it. I took the. Oh, first... there's some good ones. No, yeah, I'm some just, good I'm ones just, in I, Dallas. Hey, hey, 
and folklore. I took I took the folklore. first. There was about a list of like twenty of different course. different quotes. The list went on, but I feel I figured after these three, you'd get the gist. You get you get the you get the gist. But again, I'm pretty sure the reason he got skidded out of San Francisco was something to do with he didn't like what was happening with a coach, and he went and took a dump, and then came back with dirty like shitty toilet paper, and like threw it at the coach or something. That was it. That's why that's that's why they got rid of him. The jerking off wasn't a thing. It was the the shit. But uh, yeah, they just they San Francisco was eventually just done with his antics and Dallas traded for him or got him and ended up going on and winning three Super Bowls. He's also on record to be one of those players. Never lifted a weight, was never in the weight room. He was just a freak, a a freak, a one in a million, a one in a a billion. We can handle pissing cum, but do do. Yeah, we don't Get take him out of here. We don't take poo-poo. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Bang, bang. Not his gang. <laughs> and here's a fun one. Um, Not a his. Well, he's going to be historical, but I just wanted to say, well, how does he do against D-Law? You know? D-Law had a strong first two years. We're about to see. Second team All-Pro. Three times Pro Bowler. 2017, 2018, and 2022. And career um, Dallas Cowboy. But here we go. Now, Micah does dominate in Micah all the parts. Okay. But Dila's numbers are very respectable. And let me just uh, bring in some of my favorite comparisons. I think the ones that matter most. His sacks per game is 0.78. And Micah's was 0.8. So just barely Micah there. Tackles for uh, a loss per game are 0.9 for Dila and one exactly for Micah. And QB hits per game were 1.5 for Dela and 1.7 for Micah. So it's almost like he's just an upgrade of D-Law. Again, no, this is season four and five, though. Yes. Exactly, yes. Which, which again, I think this is a great exercise. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> I, I think this is a great exercise because you're looking at D-Law at four and five, and you're like, oh, yeah, he's just getting – Micah's just beating his numbers, and you're like, well, this is season four and five. Micah's in season one and two. I mean, yep. again, it, it, we go back to it. We want – we want we don't want a merriment, a merriment Micah. We want a, a future Hall of Famer, Ring of Honor, Micah Parsons, who's going to set – you know, new records as two, he goes on. Two paths are laid in front of you, Micah. <laughs> Who do you want? <laughs> okay, you? yeah, that, that 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 is true, Anthony. And, and uh, that that four that season because well, when you said five, yeah, when you said D Law had a strong season, I was like, I'm pretty sure he had. I think he had like zero point five sacks in his first year. So I was like, but That's this makes sense. Yeah. I, I do like seeing the four and five, and this is why D Law ended up getting paid. And D-Law is one of those weird edge rush or uh, defensive end guys that he brings so much more to the table than just the sack numbers that yep. he's just he's, – he's great to have in counterpart with Micah. So well, yeah, look at – I mean, Coach Law. Coach Law, full season last last year, totally different kind of defense. Like I mean, when we look at going from the 2021 season to 2022, we were worried about how the defense would perform. And obviously they had certain struggles, but D-Law and the line – I don't. I mean, outside of the run, the run stoppage, but yeah, you could definitely see D. Law playing a full season versus him not. Yeah, and 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 um, three point eight average tackles per game and two point four average solo tackle tackles per game, respectable as well. But Micah's already on pace, and yeah, if he I've... continues that trajectory, I mean, here's the thing: he's gonna be a great that's Hall of re- Famer S S tier. I'll save that thought, but. 
Do you lost an S? I will say it. Uh, so now we're moving on to the top modern NFL. The top ends. modern NFL so defensive ends. These are guys ends. who are not currently playing, but like, you know, in the last five years or so, stop playing. Yeah. I'm just laughing at your your image because I could see Jerry Jones in the corner from <laughs> yeah, when I look over here with the with the baby. <laughs> with the he baby looks terrifying. Oh I know he it is. Looks like the boogeyman. I haunt your dreams, <laughs> Micah Parsons. You we're so, gonna go wildcat and we're gonna go find oil. Micah, so, I developed a technology that allows me to float into your dreams. Your dreams, <laughs> Micah. Your uh, dreams. I don't know. I don't know how to get out, Micah. Wake up! You have to wake up. <laughs> Wake up, Micah, wake up. Okay, big boy, Jay, Jay, what? what? Freshly retired, ending with uh, his his career with 114.5 sacks and, and a remarkable 317 quarterback hits. I'm just wow. gonna I'm just gonna name a couple yeah, of yeah. his main stats. Walter Payton, NFL Man of the Year for 2017. Obviously, he's a PFWA All Rookie Team in 2011. Well, you sk- you skipped the biggest one. Three I, times NFL Defensive Player of the Year. I, the very top one's probably the most impressive one. I, I didn't. I wasn't finished you're doing my gonna, rant. You're gonna you're gonna pop back. On Save that? the best for last. So uh, so you went Walter. Oh, okay. I see. You're you're scramble boarding. I like it. Anyways, so Anth already said three time NFL Defensive Player of the Year. I like the fact that he was Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year for 2017, and then a bunch of other bullshit stuff. He also got the Walton Payton. He must have done something big in 2017. Yeah, well, 2017 for Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year and the Walter Payton. I mean, we're not Arizona Cardinal fans, so we don't know. I mean, we could, we could. We played uh, for the Texans at the time. uh, Well, we weren't big fans of the Texans either, so true. Don't know, don't care. Um, What are your guesses with how he compares here to? I think that very he, close. He started in 2011. I still think he kind of uh, came into his own a little bit later yeah, than I agree. I think seasons. I think Micah edges him out. I think Micah edges him out. I'm going to say Micah. I'm going to say Micah wins has. Oh, I, already saw I, I think it. Micah beats him four to two. Four I, to two of the six categories. I, I, I got. Well, you got a lot of fucking people on this list, AJ. It's the same amount as last time. Actually, it's one less. Sorry, I'm just getting rid of something that's going to bug me. He's he's correcting something right okay. now, but I and I and I, he spoil alerted me, so I know how wrong J- we are. JJ Watt Coast. <laughs> so here Watt we go. Coast. First J- two seasons. So so uh, Micah beats okay. him in in tackles per game at four point five compared to four point three. Well, there's no green there. And I know Adam. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, uh, sacks twenty six and a half. Just beating out J.J. Watt, 26, just edging him. But then J.J. Edged just him. edges him on sacks a game. That's right. Well, well. now on looking at what Watt takes uh, Micah Parsons in his solo tackles per game, he had 3.7 compared to Micah's 3.2. This is a very close comparison. Very close. we got sacks per game. J.J. Watt, 0.81 compared to Micah's 0.8. Tackles for loss per game. This is where Micah gets spanked just a little bit. Uh, yep. JJ Watt one point six compared to Micah's one per game, and then QB hits per game very very close, but one point nine for JJ Watt compared to Micah's one point seven. So we get so edges. Watt actually Micah went four edged. two. Yeah, Watt actually went four four two four two. Yes, Micah. Uh, yeah, impressive. And and in my opinion, he gets um he gets the 
three that I that I weigh higher, which is the sacks per game, tackles for loss per game, and QB hits per game. Yeah, I mean, we. But hey, we all have our own. And, I mean, I as soon as Ant said uh, that Micah was going to beat him four to two, I knew then that we was going to be the exact <laughs> opposite. Because fifty fifty, uh, if there's ever a fifty fifty chance, I'm always wrong. Um, to, uh, before we go on the next one, so Cowboys Chris has. Uh, Cowboys Chris has a discrepancy because wait, 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 no Harvey Martin, co MVP of the Super Bowl, 23 sacks in one season. Come on, can fan. Who's Harvey Martin? Exactly. Is that, is he, uh, he was a co MVP of the oh! Super Bowl. Was he a defensive tackle or defensive end? Uh, but, anyways, I, I, I did see that name, I, but only on one list. So, I, I'm sorry, that's a lack of my personal knowledge that omitted him. We, we, and I apologize. There, there was, oh, the, mate. Maybe he didn't have a very good first two seasons, yeah. and so that's why I, I omitted him. That might have been a reason. So, but I mean, by all and means, the stats were shit back then. If he was an old, yeah. Man. And by all means, uh, any discrepancies or anything you guys want, just uh, make sure you DM us, and we'll uh, we'll add it to a future uh, list as we can continue to compare Micah to other players. We're going to compare Micah to running backs as well. And a shout out to Bandwagon Baba. Not only is she at my son's football practice. Instead of, me, instead of me, she's also <laughs> listening to us and watching us while she's watching my Excellent. son. Wow, that's impressive. Uh, okay, now Reggie White. So Reggie White here, um, he ended up playing eight years for Philly, and I just wanted to include that stat on the screen here for uh, you audio listeners. You got to come check us out. On, 85 uh, to 2,000. Um, yeah, I just wanted to point out how much damage he did to the Cowboys in those years, those those eight years. Not these are obviously his season stats, but still, you know, they played they I mean, played the Cowboys enough. So so yes, yeah, look at his fucking list of yeah. uh, achievements. I mean, the dude was a beast. Super Bowl champion, two times NFL Defensive Player of the Year for eighty seven and ninety eight. So like, oh yeah, he, he, later on in his career, he fucking still two, eleven year ga- eleven year gap eleven year defensive. Gap. Defensive pl- uh, so get, player of the year. That's his, crazy. His third year and his what fourteenth year. <laughs> crazy. And, and Chris said he was a DE. Um, okay. Okay. So we'll 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 take a look. We'll we'll rectify that. You know what? Fuck. Hey. You know what? Fuck him. Fuck Harvey Martin. No. Whoa. Whoa. whoa sorry. Sorry. Whoa, sorry. Whoa, sorry. Whoa, Did whoa, I say that out loud, Chris? Whoa, whoa. I, I I'm not saying fuck Harvey Martin. But the dude has just been on everything. I think one of the other uh, impressive ones here at is that eight time first team All Pro. Yep. Um, Realistically, though. Realistically, though, fuck Harvey Martin. Yeah, fuck Harvey Martin. <laughs> fuck, yeah. But also, there's no, I don't see a PFWA all-team rookie on, Ooh, on Reggie White. That's, that's the only score that's a downgrade. on his record. But look at, look at this. Philadelphia Eagles Hall of Fame, Philadelphia Eagles 70th anniversary team, Eagles number 92 retired, Green Bay Packers Hall of Fame, Green there Bay Packers 92 retired, Bart Starr Award, first team all-USFL. Uh, he made the 75th anniversary team, the 100th anniversary team, the 80s, the 90s, and the 80s all decade teams, and he's a two-time sack leader, 13-time Pro Bowler. I mean, the Reggie dude, White. yeah, he's just got he's got everything. Line it up. Hey, he has everything but a fucking hey, high def photo. Reggie White said, "Line it up, cut <laughs> it up. I'm I'm doing it all. Line it up, cut it up. Let's blow it." I would up. say top 10 player in NFL history. Oh, whoa, whoa. it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny that we had talked earlier about players that would be on two. Like Ring of Honors, and well, we just found yeah. another one. We just found another one. Yeah, Reggie White. Um, but look at this. The dude, the dude was had a nuts 
first two seasons. 6.8 average tackles per game, 31 sacks, and that was 1.1 sacks per game. And typically in like the in the 80s, like it was like the 80s and early 90s, like the 80s and the 90s, you could say the 70s, like those were some rough years. So those like I could just imagine those 31 sacks that he nailed on those quarterbacks were probably not hey probably not nice. That was like Probably uh, intro steroid stage of and, and look, be honest. Like I just think all athletes probably took enhancements of of multiple. Dabble. Yeah, Had they they all dabbled because uh, if you didn't, the other guy, the the opposite guy, probably was. Yep. So, um, but yeah, Reggie what I White. like about Re- what I like about Reggie White and Micah Parsons is there's that one clip of Micah absolutely dummy dummying the San Francisco left or right tackle where he just kind of flips them like kind of arms them oh, right yeah. over yeah yeah and that was like that was like reggie white's move uh, pretty reggie white did that to more than just one tackle so the guy the guy was legit and minister of defense is i think it was his nickname definitely uh showed he was a unit from the time he got into the nfl to the time he left 85 to 2000 what a beast yeah dude Big big shout out and and those stats are just incredible to be honest. I mean, I don't think anyone else comes close to that six and a half, uh, almost seven tackles per game with um, over a sack per game. That's crazy. You're all over the fucking field, Reggie White. Reggie White. Michael Strahan, another fucking beast, man. And um, I like that the picture that you picked his face mask is blocking his gap in his teeth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that was my choice. Um, but yeah, just obviously the dude. I, the, I actually most, thought you were going to use a photo of him on his uh, his uh, Good Morning, uh, his uh, Kelly and Ripa. I was Ripa. thinking about that, but I wanted. I like yeah. the yeah. yeah but, but I was going to say, I think he's almost probably more well known now for his television personality than his football playing. You know, oh and for I, sure, he's, and, he definitely had a second career, very yeah. successful second career. And it, it's so weird because uh, Michael Strahan was probably one of those one of the big players when I first started watching yep. football, yep. along yep. with Same. you guys. Or, or uh, Anthony might have been watching a couple years before me, but when I started watching, he was one of the the kind of big names and the guy that like you know when you're selecting your team, okay, he would be a guy who I would might uh, sway my decision when you did the random, the two randoms, and then the. The one, well, okay, if I got the the Giants, okay, I'll then I at least got I got a stray hand. But he's been retired since two thousand and nine. That's crazy. It does not seem that long, but it, no, it has been. Yep. Bocce Eric says he played football? Question mark. <laughs> uh, he got he got the defensive player of the year in two thousand and one. So right in the smack dab kind of. Middle of middle. his career. And, and like, okay, so two uh, NFL records, sacks in a season tied uh, with TJ Watt, 22.5. Yep. Seasons leading league in sacks, he two, tied twice. Um, Super Bowl champion, defensive player of the year, 2001, like you said, four-time uh, first-team All-Pro, two-time second-team All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowler, two-time NFL sack leader, NFL force fumbles co-leader, 2000s all-decade team, Retired number 92 for the Giants and New York Giants ROH. Stacked him up. Stacked him up. Let's, see how, let's up. see how he stacks against our boy Micah. Oh, fuck you, Strahan. Fuck you, Strahan. You, you got, got smoked. You got swept. Get you out got, of here. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. So get Micah, the fuck out of here. Micah Parsons, 4.5 tackles a game versus Strahan's 3.3. 3.2 solo tackles a game for Micah. 2.5 for Strahan. 
uh, 26.5 sacks in the first two seasons for Micah Parsons. Oh, sorry. And and we're doing seasons two. And this is Strahan's seasons two and three. So fuck you, Strahan. You only get 12 sacks in your fucking second and third season. Yeah, fuck. What the fuck are we dealing with What the fuck are you doing? Are you fucking supposed to be a fucking all-time NFL fucking defensive player of the fucking year? Fuck you, Strahan. I mean, come on. This is New York City. Fuck you, you fuck. (laughs) But I, you know. Honestly, still love the guy. I still think, <laughs> yeah, no, he's a great, he is a great dude and fun, fun football player to watch. But point four sacks per game, I still think that's good, man. Like mm-hmm. almost half, you're almost gonna get. It's like you're just touching a, a leg every two games. <laughs> yeah, game changing play. But, but I'd rather take point eight. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Hey, Micah. Or, Forget uh, about it, Michael. Thank you. On to the next. Oh, so this is uh, Divine Gun was uh, asking if we did Julius Peppers. And I said, hey. not yet. And guess what, Divine Gun? Julius Peppers is up on the plate for you. you know, J-Peps, baby. J-Peps. Looks like Julius Peppers might be in a, in a some sort of predator vision or yeah. some sort of. <laughs> well, now you're just saying that because he has the visor and then yeah. you got your psychedelic Jerry Jones yeah, behind yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why you're, you're. That's why you're thinking he's part of the vision. Respect, 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 respect. Yeah. So, but so yeah. I think Julie, Julius Peppers. Before we go into his awards here, I think he edges Micah um, in the two first two years. That's my guess. One hundred and fifty nine point point five uh, career sacks, and the wow, boy, the boy played two thousand two to twenty eighteen. A nice, a nice solid run career. He has the uh, he has the coveted PFWA All Rookie Team for twenty uh, for two thousand and two. Yep. He was 100 that's greatest the, bears of key. all time. Yeah, is the, the PFWA is, the, is is the key. 2000s All-Decade team, 2010s All-Decade team, a bunch of fucking Pro Bowl stuff, uh, all-team, all-pros. He was the Defensive Rookie of the Year. Let's see what Jay Peeps got on Abo and Micah. Well, Dallas Cowboys fans will always remember him as the guy that forced the fumble on DeMarco Murray in the 2014 playoff game. Playoffs that playoffs. pretty much could have sealed the game for the Cowboys. The Des Bryant catch would have never happened, or the Des Bryant nod catch would have never happened if Julia, Julius Peppers just didn't reach his big dumb hand and swipe at that fucking ball. So there's a little, there's a little Cowboys folklore there. Fuck you, Peppers. By the way. Okay, <laughs> so well, don't we worry. Got? The first two seasons of Peppers, um, which, which which were not terrible. I mean, he had a, a a decent amount of sacks. I mean, his tackles were quite low compared to Micah. Yeah, 19 sacks versus Micah's 26.5 for the first two. And this is a true comparison because it's the first two seasons. This is the first two seasons. Yeah, so. okay. yeah like Michael, Micah just basically swept in all comparable uh, categories. Okay. The, the only like one it. that we couldn't do was QB hits per game. That one's just a, a new stat. I, I feel like that would have been it's still Micah would edge him, edge him on that if he's edging him on everything else. Probably yeah. a good chance. Yep. And uh but but a respectable 0.7 sacks per game for Julius, as well as 0.75 tackles uh for a loss per game. Did we get behind so the, the line? Look, looks like the line does like peppers. So, <laughs> so the all-time greats, <laughs> the one thing that I always notice with these guys is longevity, right? You see 2002 to 2018, you see Michael Strand's crazy years, mm. Reggie yep. White's crazy years. Like our biggest thing with Mike of drafted in 2021, we want him to still be playing in the in the 20 like 2035 yeah. is what we want for Micah. You know, you know, like these guys have all had longevity careers and been successful. 
Julius Peppers putting up 159 total sacks. That's that's mind-boggling, man. And if Micah's in that, he's showing that he's in that company with when we do these two-season comparisons, which make, should make all Cowboys fans super excited for the next 10 years of that guy. Yeah, and, wrong. And, and I also think um, the it's important for us to be comparing those um, kind of Alden Smiths that who, who we did where he had a great start and like you and Sean Merriman's where it shows like you can have a great start and then fucking Peter right off. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it, and it ain't Mike, how you started, baby. It's, it's how you finish. And Micah, we know you're listening out there. So uh, you just <laughs> make sure you take this in. Finish hard. So, so Dwight Freeney, uh, kind Another of player from our era that we kind of like that name best was spin always, move. Yep. Yeah. Yo, best no spoon. Best spin move in the game. And and um, I picked him because he was on the list of the top, uh, uh, the most amount of sacks in your first two years. He was in that like top whatever ten or twelve I was looking at. So well, I see that PFWA All Rookie Team award on that list. I mean, that, you already so know you, that's the cover. You already know D- Dwight Free. So you know he's legit. PFWA Rookie of the Year. Crack, crack me if you me got, got him. Uh, 2000s All-Decade Team, uh, NFL Force Fumbles co-leader in 20, uh, 2022. 2000 I think that was with someone else um, earlier. Yeah, co-leader. Oh, yeah? Okay. Ants just fucking rolled off into the sunset. Uh, seven times Pro Bowler, second team All-Pro, three times first team All-Pro, and a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. And in the Indianapolis Colts Ring of Honor, Dwight Freeney. So we could bring him up. Yeah, he had his spent, I believe, his whole career in uh, – Indianapolis. Yeah, a guy like that you don't fucking get rid of. So, okay, let's see what he has. We'll we'll start talking about before Anth gets in here. Sure, he had 125.5 total sacks, so a little bit less. But let's see. And, um, 148 QB hits, too. So, okay, first two seasons. Okay, so Dwight Freeney still couldn't edge Micah out. We have that. I mean, I feel like. I feel like the if there's a question mark there, we automatically have to give. I want to see a full list of. We haven't know, yet they, seen they, a full. We haven't seen a fucking full green side yet for anybody. No, but we might coming up. The, the problem is they didn't start doing TFL and and uh, quarterback hits and until like quarterback later. So oh, a lot so, of so when we get to someone like Aaron Donald, we're going to see something like that. Yes, yeah. Oh. New, new, newer guys will have full comparisons. Okay, but they didn't do TFLs. Yep. Well, they did two if TFL starting whenever it was must have been by two thousand and two. But cute quarterback hits came a few. Um, a few but few here's days. the thing that we already said: the NFL can go back and look at all their film and start tallying this shit. So I bet we, you they will. They're gonna. They're gonna. I bet you they will well, at some point. It, but, get AI to do it. I don't know. So, Dwight, this is another true comparison. First two seasons. Micah uh, Mike, swept it, baby. Micah, Micah yeah. swept it, 4.5 to, so Freeney. But very close. Very close sacks per game in tackles for 24 loss. 24 to 26.5, yep. Because, uh, uh, no, well, sacks per game is 0.77 for Freeney compared to Micah's 0.8 and tackles wow. for loss, 0.97 compared to Micah's 1. Yeah. And, I, and, and I did round Micah's, uh, like, correctly so those po- those extra decimals i'm not i'm not pushing i'm not rounding up micah and then there there must be a formula like if you look at the qb hits a game and like if if micah has 26.5 sacks versus a 24 and like and the tfls are we're, we're edging them out on everything else then his qb hits per game are probably like 1.2 maybe like i'm talking about dwight, dwight yeah Freeman. but it's hard to tell because it can vary so much by 
for example, like there's some guys who have, uh, say, a hundred tackles and then ninety solo tackles versus some right. Guys I just, I'm just thinking like when you when you're, tackles. when so you're it thinking, can vary. But when you look at sacks, tackles for loss, I mean, I, I just those are feel, all, those I, are different stats. To, that, to, to, yeah. Totally, but I'm just saying like when you look at the numbers there, you can probably. I mean, I'm just in my mentally, I'm putting a green, I'm putting a green check by. You can, but I won't. Hits. But I won't. I will not agree with. I don't let that. stats ruin a great story. Micah Parsons is edging him out, just like he edged out Julius Peppers. Edged him. Hey, it's edged. And, he just and, got defensively edged, Dwight <laughs> Freeney. Well, Divine Guns, uh, Divine Gun says they could just pay the can fan to do it. So he's saying, let's pay, pay us. We'll go back. We'll we'll fucking QB hit every person. Are you fucking kidding unfortunately, me? Unfortunately, unfortunately, I feel like in hour three. AJ would be too vaped out. I'd be too drunk. <laughs> An ad would have to go to some sort of kid practice. So I just don't yes. think we, I don't think we'd be very, I don't think we'd be very successful at it. <laughs> oh, this, okay. Javon curse. Sorry. Javon curse is who I got messed up with peppers. Javon Curse's first two years was deadly. Yet, was deadly. He should probably edge out Micah on his first two seasons. Okay. Yeah, and he okay. actually only Hey, you can't take it back though. Don't don't just try. Oh yeah, nope. that's right, Javon Curse. He had that No take backsies. No he... take backsies, baby. <laughs> he definitely had the lights out effect where um he started very strong and only finished with 74 sacks. And I mean, got the coveted PFWA though. 10 10 year career, 74. So so some of these guys he was like still averaging what 7.4 sacks a season. I'd be happy with that. Very respectable. Respectable. PFWA, all-rookie team, three-times Pro Bowler, first-team All-Pro, and NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. So a lot of very familiar stats that we're probably going to see from our boy Micah. No touchdowns. I'm going 3-3. Three, three. I think the, the bottom one will be a question mark, so I'm going to go... I think Micah... 3-2. 5-1. 3-2 Micah? 5-1. Five, 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 no, Javon. 3-2 Javon. My, mine's Micah. Ooh. Wow, Micah, yes, Micah. I was right, baby. Buzz. Micah, Micah, and and see, Micah. I and again, I I classify my QB hits as a win if they if the question mark. So I was correct on my five to one. And this is a true first two season comparison. Michael Parsons edging uh, Javon Curse in tackles for a game. Are we oh, sure? Are there? Are we sure those are Curse's numbers or are those Freeney's numbers? You mean you son of a you son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, listen, like you, the, the prep you've done on this is great. There's, I don't give a it shit is. if there's warts here. You know, and whatever. here's the thing I did. I, I always think I got all the uh, mistakes. No, but we catch them live, baby. Catch and that's them live because we, we don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. Okay, you roll through these stat comparisons. Okay, now. okay. So Micah Parsons, four point five tackles to three point five, three point two 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 seven, two six five to uh, sacks versus two six. That's so close that I mean all it's very close. Ants, you were very cur- you were very curse. You were very close on Kierce. <laughs> uh, he he does. He's if anybody was to get it, a lot of his stuff, just like Julius Peppers, was very close to Michael Parsons. Yeah, he had, he had very respectable numbers. Point point eight one sacks per game where he edges Micah, and then uh, tackles for loss. Micah had one. He had point eight one. So yeah, licking you know. it, just licking it, just just chomping at the bit to fucking sack somebody. I don't like I don't like the description that he's licking it, but I might get used <laughs> is it, to it. Is it just because we were thinking about Charles Haley earlier about <laughs> dick, dick tugging? Licking, right. he's licking it. He's, he's licking it and sticking it. Would you just lick at it? Would you just lick it? Uh, but yeah. Now we're moving on to the top current. Now this is where things get fun. Ba, ba, guys. Ba. This is where we. Fi- this is third act. 
we know we've got the character development that we need, okay? We've uh, we've hit that issue. The problem has happened. The catalyst for the rest of the the um, episode here, and now we're in our top current defensive ends. We've the gone final. Act. We've gone back in time to just come back now to fight true crime in time. First up, Nicholas Bosa. Boss number one. Okay, boss number one. Boss number one. NFL Defensive Player of the Year in 2022. Fuck you. NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year in 2019. Fuck you. First Team All-Pro, three times Pro Bowler, Deacon Jones Award 2022, and PFWA. God damn it, he got the PFWA. He got the PFWA. I'm, not, I'm, I'm a little worried. And he's wearing that fucking new Ridgeline helmet or whatever the hell they, hell, the hell they call it. Where it picture. looks like it's a eyeballs on, the, yeah. on it. it looks yeah. like he's, fucking wearing his, he's wearing helmet. his Power Rangers helmet. He's fucking, he's wearing. Yeah, is he morphing up? <laughs> is it because he's morphing up that he's getting all these great uh, stats? Give me a. Fucking... 2019, he was drafted uh, to the San Francisco 49ers. Fuck you, 49ers. I wish there Second was. Second overall, I think. It, it would have been nice to have a shirtless photo here for him. Oh, they're coming. I I, I know. <laughs> I, I know who you have a shirtless photo of. I wanted a shirt. I think all of these guys should have had shirtless photos. Nah, well, some of them don't pop up, and I'm not going to go searching. But okay, if they pop yeah. up, I will, Correct. I will take it. Okay, so what do you think? I don't want my search history being flooded with uh, shirtless football players. Then what's my fucking Instagram and, you know, my feed's going to be? I, I fucking. Hey, I might be fine with it. Possibly. I don't think he's. I don't think he edges Micah out. I think Micah is going to go... Uh, I think Mike is going to, it's going to be, actually, it might be 3-3. Three, 3-3? Three. Three, three? I'm saying 3-3. Three, three. What are you saying, Anth? Nick Bosa wins, because every time I say the other person, Michael wins. So I'm trying to use reverse psychology okay, okay. here. Nick Bosa wins it, wins out. Let's see it. Ooh, yes! Oh, it worked. And I wield, I wield a power that should not be wielded. <laughs> when did they start doing QB hits a game? Nick I don't Bosa know. I might was have, drafted I, in 2019. I, it might have been right then, or I might have <laughs> fucked up. Let's just <laughs> okay. So so uh, so Micah 4.5 to Nick Bosa for three for tackles. Well, let's just go. Let's just say Micah edges him in the tackles a game, solo tackles a game, sacks sacks a game, and then Bosa beats him with more ta- tackle for losses a game. Okay, so and then I don't and think that, saying the actual numbers right, matter, right, just right. categories. But, but and then I guess the big number. So uh, Micah has twenty six point five sacks to Bosa's twenty four point five sacks. So they're neck and neck, though. Like they're really they're they they are neck and neck. AJ's gonna look, you, AJ's looking for that QB hits a game. Look at him, I can you see draft, it. You draft Nick Bosa to get to the quarterback, and his first two seasons, he he did that. He he was a PFWA <laughs> <laughs> all rookie team. Award winner, so you know he's legit. And I do like the fact that they're always going to be compared. You got the three right now. You got Micah Parsons, TJ Watt, and Nick Bosa. Those are the top three guys at edge rushing in my mind right now. And they'll always be kind of jockeying for a little bit of position. And R2 saying Cowboys can fan. His nickname was the Freak. Go Cowboys. Cowboys. Hey, guys. That's for Javon Curse. You're not going to believe it. Oh, shit. I'm gonna believe it. One point eight. Oh, so four to two for Micah. Okay, I mean I was close. One point eight QB hits per game. Oop. So that shows that shows at when we have the question mark, you can't always think just hey. because the other guy has four of the four of the six that he's automatically That's gonna right. have the the question mark. I'm just saying. So, but tackle- very close. Very very close. All of all of them are very close to each other. <sighs> you know what? Yeah, you got. Hey, guess what? 
The biggest difference is the tackles. You guys convinced me. I'm not going to argue about it. You guys, you guys convinced me. But it is also including Bosa's third season, although he was injured. Um, yeah, that, injured in year two. Yeah, take that for what you will. Oh, one. Moving three. on. Oh, God. oh my God! Oh. Give us a wide image of that. Because so, I, I purposely got that six pack fucking abs. The only man. problem is I don't have. So oh, okay. anyone listening right now, we have a picture of Aaron Donald absolutely oh, yeah, flexing on us right now, and Bandwagon Boy One is just trying to figure out how to out zoom. There it is. There we go. Aaron Donald looking like a freak of nature, just huge. So I, so I, I didn't see that Nick Bosa's was year one and three. So I definitely don't have as much respect for his stats as I, as I do the other. He was injured in year two. No, no, I, I get the two full seasons. I, I appreciate that, but it's still there's an asterisk. So fuck yeah, it. there fuck, is an asterisk. So fuck You're him. absolutely right. So fuck him. <laughs> uh, so Aaron Donald, Super Bowl champion. Three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year, 2017, 2018, and 2020. Wow. What happened to 2019, Aaron? A.A. Ron. Uh, NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year in 2014. Seven t- oh, so you know what? That's not right. But that wasn't right? Well, he's... 2018. Yeah, so 2018, he's NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. Seven-time first-team All-Pro. I, I'm like fucking... What's I his didn't, name? I copy-pasted that, okay? Yeah, so he, got, he has the Deacon Jones Award, which is, you know, it's a coveted one. 2010s all-decade team. So he only played, really, a couple of years in the 2010s, and he made the all-decade team, which is pretty huge. PFWA all-rookie team. There's there a chance. And, and he made the all-rookie team in 2018. There you go. He's 2014. Is it bad <laughs> that I think Micah is going to edge oh, him out? Oh, so it was so 2014. <laughs> Actually, you know what? So so here's here's my thought. If you look at his – so this is how I'm going to – this is how I'm, I'm gaming, gamifying Alex's mm-hmm. thing here. I think Micah is going to edge him out 4-2. to two. The reason I think that is – He's a three-time defensive player of the year in 2017, 2018, and 2020. He he was a rookie in 2014, so he had a good rookie of the year. But what happened in his next few years? I, I think he was I on th- the. Se- that's when he started his seven-time first-team All-Pro streak. Yeah, 2015 still. to 2021. Well, he still wasn't defensive player of the year. So I think Micah's going to do four four two for Micah. Let's see. Anth? I just said Micah. Let's just okay. go. Let's see it. Let's check it out. Oh, that's my Johnny drama. (laughs) Micah takes it all. Smashed and bashed. Smashed Smashed and bashed. So Micah beats out Aaron Donald in tackles a game, solo tackles a game, sacks with 26.5 to Aaron Donald's 20. Sacks per per game, which Micah has 0.8 to Aaron Donald's 0.63. TFL's Aaron's only category that he actually takes Micah out. And then QB hits a game, Micah edges him out. So five to one for Micah Parsons. Ooh-wee, Against t-shirt. double A Ron. Here's a fun one. Okay. Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack, he's got the coveted PFWA all rookie team. Now, fun fact, we Damn do it. With, with Damn it. So he has the coveted. We also uh if you know any history about Khalil Mack, then you if you and we didn't watch draft day as a, our movie before the draft, but one of the players in draft day is kind of molded off of what happened with Khalil Mack when he was going to get drafted. Oh, really? Fun fact. Which player? Uh, well, the uh, Chad, uh, Chadwick Bo- uh, Boseman is plays the player in NFL in the draft day movie, but they're saying he, he's based off of Khalil Mack. Well, he also is Chad, a defensive Chadwick Boseman fat. Yep, he's a defensive player of the year award in 2016. Yep. Four-time team, uh, first-team All-Pro, second-team All-Pro, seven-times Pro Bowler, NFL 2010, 2010's 
2010s all-decade team. Anth already said it, PFWA all-rookie team, the coveted two-time butt-kiss award. And butt kiss. fucking butt kisser and a hundred greatest bears <laughs> of all time. He's on, he's on the hundred greatest bears of all time. And, and the, not the Raiders. Interesting. Crazy. Where he was drafted. Okay. Well, let's see. What do we think? We already uh, Micah. Adam's on the Micah terrain. And Micah, I love it. Micah. Khalil. Khalil. Oh! oh, now Khalil. I got one. I'm on a roll right now, son. Yeah. Khalil came in and he was hot. He beats out Micah. Uh, now these are his. I, I did his first two seasons as a defensive end. His first rookie season, he was playing linebacker, and then then he switched to defensive end for the next two seasons. So, and this might this might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was the first or one of the first players to ever be an All Pro at two different positions. Oh, really? In the same se- in the same season. Oh, interesting. So maybe at he linebacker switched. and defensive end. Okay, so okay. Uh, th- don't quote me on that. I'm just hey, you're right. hey guess what? You're That's already folklore. Facts. That's hey, folklore, baby. You you were already you're already quoted, so uh, <laughs> um, off the record. I but, mean, and it's seasons two and three, so there's a little bit of an asterisk there, which whatevs. There is a little bit of an asterisk, you're but correct. They're, they're very close numbers. I think like, I think all... when you go down these numbers, they are all within point three of each other or less. And it's uh almost a wash. It's pretty much a wash. And that's great. If you're looking at Khalil's max second and third season, comparing it to Micah Parsons first and second, and they're the same. The trajectory is great for Micah. Yeah. You know, where's he going for season three and four? Only time uh, will tell. Only time will tell. Time will tell, baby. Joey, I'm strung out both. <laughs> <laughs> Joey. But he, he, Joey Bradley Cooper would play me in a movie. Yeah. Bosa. Yeah. He's got Brad- the coveted PFWA. He's got the, I mean, you know, look, he has only three, like three lines here. Uh, but the one line that really matters is that PFWA all rookie yeah. team in 2016. Uh, NFL defensive rookie of the year in 2016. And then four times pro bowler from uh, 2017. Cause he didn't make Micah it. Micah kills him. Yeah. Let's see it. Bring up the slide. Boosh. Oh, Boosh tie. Boom, is that our first tie? What's well, a rub in in tackles for loss in game? Yeah, yeah, okay. But, but Micah kills else. him in ta- Micah kills him in tackles a game, solo tackles a game, sacks twenty six point five to Joey Bosa's twenty three, and this is in the first two seasons. Yeah, go put your hair Joey up in Bo- a bun, Joey. Joey Bosa edges Micah a little bit, like he likes it. Yeah, with point eight two to point eight for sacks a game, they have a wash for tackles for loss a game at one, and then Micah barely edges him out with QB hits a game. But we'll take it. Micah's Micah's still You're in good company. A, a different yeah, he's just in he's in good company. And what this is showing us is I think we have a lot to uh, to look forward to with Micah Parsons. Yeah, exactly. As long as he is the player we think he is. And I know he is. So I don't know why I'm asking. Mayo Micah. <laughs> Chandler Jones is pointing out saying, I'm coming for you, motherfucker. Micah Parsons, I'm gonna beat your I'm gonna beat your record. Super Bowl champion? Okay. But what about that PFWA? It's there. Well, 2012. It's there. Damn it. Damn it. Force Fumbles co-leader. All decades team for the 2010s. Deacon Jones Award winner. 2017. Bunch of pro bowlers. Bunch of all so what do you think? I He's think... got his Pro Bowl spread out nicely oh. throughout his entire career. Okay, so QB hits is 210. That worries me. Uh, for Micah's, so I'm trying to I'm trying to dissect this a little oh, yeah. bit here. He he has two TDs, so Micah's already halfway Ooh. there. 
Um, and he's been playing since 2012. I mean, Micah, I don't even... Was Micah born in 2012? Not sure. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Micah Parson is... Uh, Edging? Yeah, 6-0. Six, 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 oh. six. six for four Micah. 4-2. 4-2, Micah. Full green. Full green for Micah. Give me that full green. Oh! 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 Micah. <laughs> and, and and not only that, Micah pretty much dominates, dominates him in every him. category Smacks except for tackles per game. Yeah. I, I, every you know what? I need you need to do this next time. Uh if we're doing a presentation show like this, if Micah Parsons beats someone like a full thing, I need to see a, a Micah head come in and like bite off the other guy's head. We need that we need an <laughs> animation then. We could do it. We could do we'll be able to do it. I'll show you. Okay. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, well, give well, me fun. we don't even need to dive into this. It looks like Micah Parsons absolutely swept the floor with Chandler yeah. Jones Chandler in Jones. every category. And this is true first two season comparison as well. Respect the PFWA, but get the fuck out, Chandler. Mono a mono. Mono oh. a mono. Miles Garrett. The other the other one this that I knew. This is the final one. The other one I knew. I, I mean, I, I mean, Miles Garrett's six packs. I, I appreciate Miles Garrett's form and body uh, more than I do uh, Aaron Donald's. <laughs> And of say. course, and he has a coveted PFWA All Rookie yeah. Team for 2017. Yeah, naturally, uh, two times first body. team All Pro, two times second team All Pro, and four times Pro Bowler. Our boy, Miles Garrett, looks like he's made out of uh, out of stone. Yeah, actually. Yeah. And um, have you? Did you see? Oh my God! Did I, someone paint Michael and uh, <laughs> the David or whatever? Uh, well, definitely doesn't have a small wiener like this. No, no, no. The way you can't see, you can't see it, but. You saw him fucking dunk as a basketball player. Yeah, he fucking can ball in, in on that side of the court too. I love Garrett Miles Garrett. He's a good beast. He's a good Spec- football beast, player. Beast, beast, a beast yeah. among men. Already and a great football player. Yeah. Shitty okay. that he's on the Browns. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be. There wasn't. There's not a defensive player of the year, so I think it's going to be four two for Micah. We haven't had a tie yet, so just because it's the last one, I'm going to I'm going with the wash three 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 three. Ooh, boom! Micah, Micah, and, Micah, and, and you would even possibly say that Micah Parsons, the the, the, the bottom one one seven four. Like get the fuck out of here! You know if you're rounding one seven four. Well, it's rounded down. It's one seven. It's a tie. You that can last wash a tie, it, but it's not a it's not a six. That's it's a tie. six. So Micah edges Ty out Miles Garrett five five to one at tackles per game, solo tackles a game, sacks, which is twenty six point five to twenty point five sacks yep. a game, tackles for loss, and Miles Garrett gets the one lonely stat line of yeah. QB hits a game. It's like, oh good, you hit my quarterback. You got his laces a little bit more. You got his laces, but he I threw mean, a touchdown. Did he throw? <laughs> it to, oh yeah, that's right. So, so what is uh? Just take my screen off. Uh, so I, I could switch back, but what what I want to know is what is your thoughts after this, and also looking at the linebackers. Um, how, what do you guys think about Micah Parsons just in general, and how he compares? Well, I think everyone in Cowboys Nation feels the exact same. Every anything that you any video we post about Micah Parsons does very well. The excitement's there. Everyone's searching him constantly. He's at the he's basically at the start of his career and there's so much hope. And when you compare him to these other goats and uh, future Hall of Famers and then guys that are in the league that are equally as good, 
all that I can see is him still on an upper upward kind of spiral. He's spiraling up instead yeah. of down. So I'm excited. I'm excited for his third year, his junior season in the NFL. And I, I think we've only seen the start of Micah Parsons success. Yeah, I agree with Anth. I think like when you when we watch him, we're expecting so much from him because there's so much talent there. But then it's actually nice to compare him to some of these players who have a couple more years on him or who are completely retired. And you're like, well, that guy was a fucking monster for his entire career portfolio. And Micah is already like staying either toe to toe with them in, in the first two seasons or super seeding them in those first two seasons. So yeah, I mean, the expectations for Micah are huge. Um, yeah, we just want that longevity out of them. I think Anth kind of nailed it. You could see some of these guys that play DE, they have the longevity and they have those kind of like really fully rounded careers. Possibly why Micah m- might want to move away from being just a linebacker and getting into like a full-time DE. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the seasons three and four, specifically because we saw some of our comparisons like fucking – Michael Strahan, uh, seasons three and season four, and, and comparing him to Micah seasons one and season two. I'm, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the comparisons to both positions is interesting. And I, what I, my conclusion is I don't, actually don't want to see Micah change what he's doing. I think the percentage that he's doing things at, when we look at um, the linebackers and defensive ends and how he kind of, you know, for the most part, I, I you can go through and and I didn't do this, but he he dominated in most most players who are exceptional at that position, and the fact that he's done it in two different categories yeah. or two different positions, sorry, is is really great. Now he's got a obviously any true linebacker is going to have more tackles than him, and and there's nothing that you can do about that. But when you compare him to people who have the same type of complementary skills or the or are playing the same type of um, position of linebacker where they're rushing a little bit more. Always, Micah Parsons comes out on top, yep. you know, nine times out of ten. And we're, this comparison really now puts the um, uh, weight on his shoulders to come out and continue to perform like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, looking just, just sorry, I just looking at, all these other players, it it really. When I hear expectations and how good he is, and people talking about how he, good he is, or people that aren't saying he's as good as some of the other greats, we've proven that wrong. We've just by looking, just we've gone through and compared. We, we've literally proven it wrong. He he's in the top echelon of first two seasons of any NFL player that's Absolutely. ever played. Because that's, he is, he's the, in the, the top. He's in the top five percent of yes. any NFL player that's in two 100%. seasons. So. And, and and when you look, and even when you go down to, and we look at because we've already looked at it, but when you look at him versus someone like LT, and people are like, right, you can't compare him to LT. Well, yeah, we fucking can because we're actually do we're going apples to apples. Yeah, like yeah. and even some of these guys were apples to like fucking green apples. He still, he still, and the green apples are the season three <laughs> and four, by the way. But like the the thing that the thing that like you look at, and obviously nobody can can see this is like, is he going to stay healthy? What's his longevity look like? Does he uh, have personality problems? Does he have personality problems? So, like, you know, a player like Micah Parsons, it's it seems like he's mentally strong with where he's at. Uh, uh, some type of injury could really fuck with that. So you're, like, hoping that he has that good support system around, which he seems like he does, where you can kind of continue with that mental strength. You get injured, you gotta ha- you got you to gotta be able to bounce back from that. Obviously, I don't want to say the I word 
with our 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 guy no, like Micah Parsons. But yeah, like that's that, the only thing that derails his season is injuries, yeah. man. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay. All right, man. Hey, hey, guys. Great episode. We we did it. We we talked some Cowboys articles. We talked. We I love comparing Micah. I love doing this comparison thing. I can't wait to do it more with possibly other Cowboys oh, players to to future greats. Maybe we compare Tony Pollard. Maybe we compare Dak Prescott, CD Lamb. There's a bunch of guys that we could compare in the future. I mean, Dak Prescott, uh, yeah. Dak, Dak Prescott would be a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be back Sunday for the Sunday service. Woo! We don't know time because we kind of just roll it out when we roll it out. But for the bandwagon boys in studio and me, I went all the way out of studio in Dallas. Like I'm Yeah, he's in, in Dallas. He's chilling in Dallas. Great background. Thanks everybody showing up. Our Thanks t- for showing up, guys. We we will be back Sunday. Peace. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.